mom was always very kind and gracious, except when she called me by my full name, Philip Ronald Galloway. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. When you speak in public, you come to realize that nothing endears you to an audience quite like that moment when things go horribly wrong. When a microphone quits, when a cell phone rings, a podium collapses, that moment when you trip on a cord, spill some water, or have a wardrobe malfunction. (laughs) Each of these things has happened to me. To make matters worse, when you stand before audiences, your forgetter can go into hyperdrive. I once said, there's a sign on an Alaska highway that says... And I searched my brain for some clue of what that sign says, but my cranium was like that little wheel on your computer that goes round and round while flashing the words, Loading, please wait. Nothing loaded. I waited. My brain was a giant piece of fuzz, fluffy white clouds floating around in there. So I grinned and said, The sign says uh, something you would have really laughed about if I just could remember. The audience was so encouraged by my forgetfulness, they laughed harder than they would have had I remembered the rest of that sign. Be careful when handed a microphone, would you? Years ago, Ronald Reagan once tried a little joke out before he went on the air for a radio broadcast. My fellow Americans, he began, I've signed legislation that will outlaw Russia forever. We begin bombing in five minutes. Unfortunately for Mr. Reagan, the microphone was on. The show was live. A handful of times, someone has asked me, what was the worst speaking experience of your life? I think of the Christmas banquet where my speech went over like, well, like a really bad speech at a Christmas banquet. I had been asked by a corporation to entertain their employees, but somehow missed the fact that few of them spoke English. As I began to speak, chairs began to move. An audience of many hundreds turned their back on me and visited among themselves. What would you do? I addressed the ones who had brought me there for about 15 minutes, then sat down. I have since learned 375 things about speaking. Here are five. One, know your audience. Two, rehearse. Three, rehearse some more. Number four, practice. Number five, when you're finished, sit down. Rarely do we leave a speech saying, man, I wish that guy would have gone longer. I've also learned to pray like crazy and to be gracious. As a boy, I heard speakers ask mothers to remove crying babies from the building. One yelled, this is not the ballroom. (laughs) Oh, man. I heard speakers who made their spouse look silly or an audience member look like a fool. I remember the hollow feeling of doing that when I first started in comedy. And then I encountered Bible verses about our speech. It should always be seasoned with grace. It should minister grace to those who hear, even when the unexpected jumps from nowhere. A few nights ago, I was privileged to address a crowd representing 72 nations. I remembered my notes and my punchlines. You'd have been impressed. Suddenly, a small child wriggled from the grip of his parents and dashed onto the stage, stealing the show. I thought, it's it's okay. Don't panic. Don't run from the stage. I smiled. And when that boy wrapped his tiny arms around my leg and hugged me and wouldn't let go, I said, thank you. I have had fruit thrown at me while I'm on stage, but never this. How cool. I discovered later that this boy is a Syrian refugee, that his parents don't speak much English. Still, somehow, I made them laugh. I tried not to tear up when I discovered this. I prayed, God bless this precious little boy. That's still my prayer. Sometimes even I get things right, and when I do, I'm astounded and grateful. Sometimes I even remember punchlines. Remember that sign on the Alaska Highway? I do now. It says, choose your rut carefully. You'll be in it for the next 200 miles. 
We all love a miracle story. So this Easter season, let's rejoice in the most wonderful miracle in all of history. Our Savior conquered death and made a sacrifice that changed everything. Because He is risen, we can enjoy an intimate relationship with God that will last forever. Isn't that a cause for celebration? Happy Easter! And remember, you can support this ministry of hope and joy at laughagain.us. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.